Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Coming up, Candace Bergen, Tory House Leader and Portage Lisgar MP on the resignation of Andrew Shear. Global News reporter Clay Young will join us after visiting with the homeless at those homeless camps on Henry and also Alpha Technologies. Alan Castell will be here with the best tech gifts. If you've got a geek on your Christmas list, Al's got some great stuff for you. All coming up on the podcast. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. Joining us on the phone now at 221, Candace Bergen. She is the MP for Portage Lisgar. Candace, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hal. Thank you very much for doing this. Your reaction, first of all, to the news today that Andrew Shear has stepped down as the Tory leader. Did you know this was coming? No, I, I well, I heard it this morning. Uh, the leader uh, did, did tell uh, those of us on the leadership team before he told caucus. It was it was a shock. Um, you know, when he talked about his reasons, I, I think we all understand the huge toll this uh, this job has on families and on relationships and being the leader and uh, going for the job of prime minister demands a lot of time. And I, you know, when he says he made this decision after a lot of thinking and, and some long conversations with his family, with friends, um, I, I believe he's doing it for the right reasons. But yeah, it really, it, hell, it was a it was a shock. You know, we were all we're all ready to fight for him. And uh, we just we, we just appreciate him. He's such a good person and has been just so good to work with. So it's it's a little bit of a hard day here. Yeah. What can you tell us about these uh, reports from our colleagues at Global in Ottawa saying that party money was being used to fund Andrew Shear's kids' private schooling? Well, I I'm, I think the statement I just I've seen there was a, a statement released by the party. I think it it speaks for itself that uh, it's. It is common that political parties will offer reimbursement to their leaders for the cost of relocating to Ottawa. Um, so from what I can see from the statement, it looks like it was completely within the rules, completely normal standard practice. Uh, and it, it, if, if more information comes out, you know, there'll be more that, that would come from that. But I, I don't see anything in that that is causing me any great concern. Candace, I said earlier, you would have to be one of the names that Tory supporters would consider as a possible leader. Is it a job you might want to pursue? Well, I, it's really literally, literally not anything I'm thinking about right now. I'm, I'm house leader, and so there's a lot going on right now in my role as house leader. Uh, and um, we're, you know, we're just focused at the task at hand, so that's literally where my mind and my heart is right now. Um, what sort of a leader do the Tories lead uh, need now? Uh, there was some conversation on CJOB earlier, Jeff Courier, Jeff Courier talking to Chris Adams, the political scientist at the University of Manitoba at St. Paul's College, and the two of them agreed, and it's probably a, a, a pretty common school of thought, we need somebody who can get some votes in Ontario. Well, you know, there's going to be a lot of conversations uh, about that over the next little while, and people will be talking about what we need and um, 
who would be qualified. And, and I think, you know, certainly we need votes in Ontario. We, we, we did get votes. We, we won votes right across the country, but we didn't win enough votes. And the way the country is set up, the way um, our electoral system is set up, you have to get, obviously, enough votes in Quebec and, uh, and Ontario, or you have to make up for it in places like Atlantic Canada. So, uh, yeah, our challenge is going to be to keep the votes that we have and uh, continue to have a strong conservative message, but then also appeal and talk to the people uh, across the country who have, have, have issues that they are concerned about on the environment, on social issues, on helping people in poverty, helping people with addictions. I think if we can uh, do a better job of speaking to those people who are very concerned about those issues, I think we can keep winning and winning seat, more seats across the country. Candace, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, I better play this here because we're going to talk to somebody special here. Here we go. When he walks down the street, he smiles at everyone. Come on in. Watch some of the entertainment here. Fiddler on the roof. He's a man among men. Champion, and when destiny calls him, come on in, sit down, have some kubasa. What a guy, Clay Young, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Global News reporter Clay Young joins us here. Clay, um, before you get because you were out talking to uh, some people at the homeless camps today, yeah, they, and there's two camps right over there's, on Henry, right on Henry, right off Main Street, yeah, there. that's where the um, these warming huts were demolished. We've been talking about that over the past week or week and a half. But I want to play a call that I got. I think it was yesterday. No, it was, it was the day before yesterday. No. Uh, we were talking about the warming huts being destroyed. And this woman left this voicemail, another voicemail, one from Joy Gregorish. Now this one uh, from a listener. Take a listen. Yeah, we're tired of hearing Hal Anderson with his little uh, houses that they want to build around the city, and he's upset that they pulled them down. There was guys on TV, and they were told... You can go to different missions. There's lots of places in the city you can go inside. You don't have to build things out of cardboard and plastic and all that because we don't want that in our city. And the men said, oh, they don't want to go to the mission, and they don't want to go here and there. They'd rather lay outside. Well, then fine. We don't want those little houses there either. Then if you want to lay on the ground, fine, but you got a choice to go to a mission. There's many places around the city, but they said they don't want to go. Well, too bad. Tell Anderson to mind his own business. He's got a job to do as a radio guy, so he doesn't need to try building all these little cluttered houses around the city. We're fed up with that Hal Anderson. Oh, goodness, yeah. God. No, obviously a fan. Boy. First of all. <laughs> she uh, but, uh, she me, went after you, well, didn't she? And that's she? fine. And that's fine. Yeah. Listen, I understand. I just want to talk about the warming huts in this call quickly, and then I'll let you get on to the conversations sure. you've had with some yeah. homeless people out there. And we can talk more about this later if you want. I understand some people are happy about the huts being gone and others are angry that they're gone. I understand bylaws have to be followed. I, I hear where she's coming from, right? You know, she doesn't like the the unsightliness of the camps and stuff. But where's our compassion, you know? And not everybody, but where's her compassion? That would be my question for her because, you know, if you believe the surveys, Clay... We, many of us, might be one or two paychecks away from finding ourselves homeless. 
and it's cold out there, damn cold out there. Yeah, and we, we have to have compassion for these people as we try to figure out what to do to help them. Some of these people, Hal, and I've talked to them firsthand, face to face, a few times. They, yes, they have. Some of them have mental health right. issues. Yes, they can't distinguish sometimes between right or wrong. Some of them have gotten into some trouble. They've been banned from some of these shelters. Because they might be uh, have an addiction there, issue there or could be an criminal addiction. issues or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they may and I'm not have... saying the criminal stuff is right, but we, th- there are factors that have to be considered. Right. Uh, you know, th- I, I was out there today, and mm. yes, it is an eyesore, but it's not in a residential area. It's off Main Street. Uh, there's there's no homes anywhere in sight. It's not as though it's it's wide open. Mm. It's it's off to the corner. Yeah. Uh, you sort of have to look for them. Um, but I talked to Chris. Now, is this was, the same guy you talked to a few no, couple this months is ago? A Somebody brand else, okay. new fellow. All right. Who I just I guess you could say I was knocking on the tent, and I went from tent to tent to. Anybody home? Anybody? And I got to this one tent, and this head popped out. And there was Chris. I said, uh, are you in there alone? No, I have my girlfriend in here. I said, okay. How long have you been out here? Well, I've been out here about two months, right? And uh, he even let me take a, a picture of him, and you see this mm. face peering mm. out. Mm. It's uh, When you look at that... You talk about compassion. Yeah, you, you get you feel a little sad. Yeah, but here's what Chris had to say. But what got him to this point? Cam, can we turn his computer on, please? Here. What brought you? What brought you out here? Uh, our house burned down. Your house burned down. Yeah. Why the camp? Why not go over to the Silo Mission or the Salvation Army or Main Street Project? Why out here? We did stay at the. At the Salvation Army, but uh, I ended up getting kicked out helping out a friend. How do you cope staying out here? Uh, are you warm in there? Yeah, it's warm, yeah. Candles, bunch of blankets. You not worried about uh, a fire accidentally starting? Oh, yeah, shit did the other day. Something caught on fire near. Luckily, my girlfriend happened to wake up because I was out cold. My pants got on fire, a pair of my pants in here. So what do you do during the day? How do you eat? Salvation Army and Salums. People come by here too and drop off food, you know. How long do you think you might stay out here? Not very much longer. Why is that? We got to get my boy back. Baby boy, yeah. Are you hoping to find a job? Yep. Have you been looking? Yep. How are you going to spend Christmas? Christmas is just going to, just another day for me, I guess. Yeah. Christmas, see, that's what I mean. Like, that's what I'm saying. I understand people are upset about, you know, the camps and, and but he, he just said Christmas is just another day, going to be another, another day, day for him, trying to stay warm and, and eat a little something. Yeah. I'm Lost sure he, his house in a fire. Compassion. I'm sure he'll make it over to, you know, the Salvation Army Christmas right. Day. They might have a extra bit of meal there for, for some of the homeless. Adam... Has been living at one of the uh, one of the camps for three months. He just got out of jail, and I asked him why he wasn't staying at uh, Silo Mission or the Salvation Army. Don't like it there. No, prefer it out here. A lot less headache. How are you coping with the cold? Freezing, freezing. That. How do you stay warm? 
we go over to uh, Henry there and we stay in the porch. There's a lot of us, like eight, nine of us, during the night, throughout the morning. You're sorting through clothes now. Where did they come from? I don't know. No? Can I ask you uh, how long you plan on staying out here? How long it takes to get a place without references. That's a little tough, job, eh? With no IDs. Yeah, it's a little tough. Can I ask you what what you were in jail for? Evading arrest. Evading arrest? Yeah. Are you hoping to work? Yes, but it's hard to get a job. Where do you usually go for something to eat? Lighthouse. So these people, you know, when you look at the situation, and I was out there in June, so we decided to have a look at what the situation is now, and mm. <laughs> it's extremely cold well, out sure. there. Yeah. Um, it's it's sad. Yeah. You know. Yeah, when, you, when you go to bed, folks, when you go to bed in your nice warm bed tonight, um, some of these people are, I, I don't get it, why they're still out there. Somebody, yeah. I'm sure somebody would take them in, but. For whatever reason, they're there, they want to be there, or if they don't want to be there, they're trying to get somewhere else. But I, again, I'll just go back to that word, compassion, and I understand the concerns, and I understand what some people, how some people feel about the camps and the people and all that stuff, but come on, it's, we're getting to the time of year where we really do have to start thinking about others. Compassion. Clay Young, thank you very much, sir. Clay Young, one of our Global News reporters, talking to the homeless today. Alan Castell, the owner of Alpha Technologies, Winnipeg's Alpha Technologies. I asked, uh, first of all, good to see you, Al. Good to see you, Al. I asked you to put together a list of tech gifts, you know, we're less than yep. two weeks away from Christmas. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time tends to be the time of year when, when people buy, you know, those techie kind of things. More so now than probably ever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I like your number one. So we're going to go number five to number one. Okay. Number five, the best tech gifts for Christmas? Still televisions. I talked to a ton of people, Hal, and I just did a little survey, and it amazes me. And it doesn't make, I mean, it makes sense because everybody was buying them on Black Friday. Yeah. Everybody's getting them and opening them up on Christmas Day, it seems, because every guy I talked to, one of the items of the five yeah. I said was TV. And it's not like they don't already have a big screen no. TV, but they're going bigger and better, right? Bigger or in other rooms or TV everywhere. It's like you used to be, you know, the main room and everybody gathered yeah. around, and now my daughters have a TV in their bedroom, and my son's got a TV. Like, right. they're everywhere, so, everywhere. and the pricing is definitely there. Number four on Al's list. Number four, DJI Drone. So there's a new drone from DJI called the Mavic Mini. And for those that don't know, there's a weight limit for personal use drones of 250 grams. And this one's under that. 249, and they advertise the 249. So the commercial users, the guys that are making money using them, they still need a permit. But for the guys like you and me that just want to film the family or go out in the boat, now we don't have the limitations and restrictions that we did. And it's coming in at about 350 US, under $500 for something that does 4K, 1080p does all the resolutions and is really easy to fly. Personal drone. Personal drone that'll fit in your pocket. Now, there, there are still regulations w- with Transport Canada and stuff, but you yes. just don't need the insurance and all that kind of stuff. And you're not doing commercial. So right. for personal use, if you were over 250 grams, you had to be very careful about where you did this. So, mm. for example, you couldn't do it out in your front street or yeah. around your house or in a city. With it falling underneath this 250, though, as long as you're keeping it in mm. eyesight and using proper use, right. you now can use those in areas you couldn't before. All right. Number three, a subscription. Number three is a subscription. So for those that, that haven't gotten it yet, the Disney Plus channel, but with a little stocking stuffer as well in okay. there, 
You got to have a ticket to that IMAX and seeing Star Wars on the on the twentieth. So, for the, for that geek in your in your Christmas list, let's give them a couple of little things. One of them, the subscription to Disney Plus with all the Marvel stuff, yeah. and the Star Wars movie to cap it off. And I know you're a heck of a boss because you're taking your entire staff, right? I have forty two tickets nice. actually. Wow. So staff and more. So we got four rows of IMAX, and we are taking a bunch of uh, staff and their families and some customers and some guests yeah. and even a tenant that is in our business building. We're taking them as well. We were talking about uh, Christmas bonuses yesterday and how they mm. seem to be going away. That's a pretty nice Christmas bonus for your staff. Number Absolutely. two. I number, like number one, but number two is... Number two is pretty cool too. 3D printers. I've been saying this every time I come on your show, but there's something that's reached a price point. Again, the largest manufacturer of what, the, the plastic type of 3D printer, yeah. a company called Pressa, has released and will be coming on the new year called the Pressa Mini. So this is something that's small enough to be able to sit on your desk very, very accurate, very good. And again, coming in at under that $500 price tag. So for the guy that likes to fiddle around with mechanics and maybe build some things that build other things, mm-hmm. that's absolutely something that they would love. 3D printer. And 3D number printing. one, it surprised me. I don't know what I thought would be at the top of your list, Al, yeah. but this makes a lot of sense. Number one. Number one is peace. And by that, we're seeing something that helps with security, automation around your home. Something that lets you travel with the confidence that you can keep an eye on your house, lets you know if your family is safe at home, lets you know when you're safe at home, adds the automation element to make it a little bit cool. You can say, hey, alarm on or alarm off, turn on lights, turn off lights, but whether it's getting into a starter kit that's going to help you build that system or something that is fully fledged, the best thing in the world, I think, right now for people this year is that sense of peace and security. Sleeping secure in your own home with a security system, state-of-the-art security. Absolutely. And home automation. You might and as well do it as well, right? If you're going to get one, let's get a unit that can do more than just a simple task. Let's get something that can talk to your Amazon Alexa or your Google Home that you can use so that even every member of your house now has yeah. the ability to feel safe. Absolutely. Al, thanks a lot for doing this. I know you've had a crazy day, and I appreciate you finding a few minutes for me. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you very much, too. Alan Castell from Winnipeg's Alpha Technologies. The geeks will be getting a lot of cool gifts under the tree if you go by Al's list. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.